0: Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. The National Rifle Association is one of the most controversial organizations in the country. NRA members cheer the group when it stands up for gun rights, even after mass shootings. Its detractors attack with impunity. There is no daylight for compromise, at least not now. Decades ago, there was. In the early 1930s, when gangsters like John Dillinger were mowing down his enemies with machine guns on the streets, Congress held hearings on a sweeping proposal to severely restrict firearm sales. The testimony of one man, Carl T. Frederick, now all but forgotten, stood out. According to a transcript of the hearings, Frederick said, quote, I have never believed in the general practice of carrying weapons. I do not believe in the general promiscuous toting of guns, I think it should be sharply restricted and only under licenses. Frederick's words were notable then and now because of who he was, the president of the National Rifle Association. Today, it's difficult to find any reference to Frederick on the NRA's website, and it would be impossible to locate anyone connected with the organization who would say anything close to what Frederick did in confronting a crisis. Take Wayne LaPierre, the leader of the current NRA, after a man shot and killed 21st graders at Sandy Hook Elementary School in 2012. I mean, from the very start, my thought has been how little of this has to do with actually keeping kids safe and how much it has to do with this decade-long agenda against firearms that, that the political, some of the political class and the media have had. The NRA was founded in 1871 by two Civil War veterans, a lawyer named George Wingate and a New York Times reporter named William Church. Their primary concern was not guns or the Second Amendment. What was it? They were bothered by the bad marksmanship skills of their fellow soldiers during the war. Yes, the NRA was originally intended to promote marksmanship. Frederick, the former NRA president who testified in a congressional hearing, was a perfect fit. He won three gold medals as an Olympic sharpshooter. He was a conservationist. Before joining the organization in 1931, Frederick fought to protect the Adirondacks and was president of the Campfire Club of America. The assistant attorney general once publicly called him the best shot in America. But even though Frederick was willing to compromise, he was by no means a pushover when it came to gun rights. Some of his rhetoric from back then is still echoed by the NRA. The effort to pass the National Firearms Act of 1934 is a case in point. Pushed by President Franklin D. Roosevelt, the original proposal called for registering, taxing, and severely restricting access, not just to machine guns and sawed off shotguns, but pistols as well. Frederick was willing to deal on the big guns, but not the small ones. During the hearing, while arguing against fingerprinting gun owners, Frederick testified that, quote, Automobile owners are not fingerprinted and are, as a class, a much more criminal body from the standpoint of percentage than pistol licensees. The chairman of the committee asked him if he was serious and Frederick goes, yes, sir. He said he was not in favor of proposals that were, quote, properly aimed at the crook, but that instead reached law-abiding citizens who wanted to protect their homes. In other words, don't make laws that hurt the good guys, while doing nothing to stop the bad guys. That sounds a lot like the good guys with guns argument that the gun rights advocates use today, that if more law-abiding citizens carried guns, exercising their Second Amendment right to bear arms, they could defend themselves against mass shooters and other criminals. But Frederick didn't exactly see it that way. He testified, quote, "'I have never believed in the general practice "'of carrying weapons.'" And then he made an admission that no doubt stunned people in the hearing. He said, quote, I seldom carry one. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. Hi, I'm Hannah Sampson, a reporter for The Washington Post By The Way. By The Way is your new digital home for travel. Find guides to the world's best cities written by local experts and discover news you didn't know you needed visit us at washingtonpost.com/travel